Today's daf is Kedushin daf Chof Beis, and we are 12 lines from the bottom of daf Chof Aleph Omid Beis, Iboil. Today's daf has been learned as a schus rufur shalema for Yoisi ben Rachel. So at the end of yesterday's daf, the Gemara posed an Iboya. Evid ivri koyen, ma'u sheyimser loy rabbi shifcha One of the Kedushin of the parsha of Avodim is that in Evid Ivri, who sold to a Yisrael, the Yisrael has a right to take his Shifcha Knanis and have the Eved Ivri marry this woman. The purpose of doing so would be for the Eved Ivri to have children, so that the Eved Ivri is going to be producing for his master by virtue of the fact that he is going to be fathering additional avodim and shvachis for him. And the Gemara was mesopic. What about an evadivri that's a koi? Does he too have this halacha that his master can give him a shivcha knanus or not? Why would you think not? It's because the Torah is very, very makbid when it comes to who a koi is allowed to marry. A coin's not allowed to marry a grusha, a coin's not allowed to marry a chalala, a coin's not allowed to marry a zaina. As such, you can argue that although the Torah was mechadish, that uh, Yisrael can marry a shivcha knanis, maybe the koyen, because of his extra kedusha, because of the fact that you find the Torah gave him additional mitzvah, specifically in this Indian, maybe he can't marry a shivcha knanis, or no? The fact that he, every Yisrael can marry a Shifcha Knanis is in and of itself a Chiddush. And once the Torah was Mechadish, that's something that you would think is not okay, is okay. Today's daf is going to pick up with an Ibaya that's related. It's Me'inyan Le'inyan Ba'isa Inyan, stating that it's a digression from the sugyas of Avadim, and it requires a tiny bit of an introduction. So, Parshas Kiseitze begins with the parsha of the Yifas Torah. It says in the Torah, Kiseitze la milchama alivecha, if you're going to go fight a war against your enemy, what will be if while a Yid is fighting the milchama, he's successful, and he captures a non-Jewish woman. It says... The Pasik. Viro Isa Bashif Yo Eshes Yefastoyer. If this woman will be a Yefastoyer, the Khashaktaba, and you're going to have a, a taiva to be with her, and to take her for a wife. Says the Torah, what you need to do is, you can bring her to your house, you shave the hair off her head, and you have her grow her fingernails long. You have her remove the clothing that she was wearing at war from her, and she should sit in your house, and she should cry, and mourn the fact that she's no longer with her father and her mother for a Yerach Yomim, which Kiyadu Chazal says, Eremis Techidishel, the Acha King Tovoy, Ele Uva Alta, and it's only after you follow what the Torah just prescribed that you're allowed to be with her, and you can even take her as a wife. It says the Pasuk, what will be if this man? after this time passes, will decide that, you know what, he doesn't want to marry this woman. You should send her away. What you're not allowed to do is sell her. It's not clear what that means. In exchange for the fact that you caused her this pain. But the bottom line is, these psukim, which are a little bit sasum, make up what we know as the parasha of the Yifas Toyer. So from a super high level, the parasha of the Yifas Toyer states that if a Yid is fighting a Milchama and he sees an Eishes Yifas Toyer, the Torah says it's okay for this man to be with this Yifas Toyer. Even though this woman is a non-Jewish woman and it's also for Yisrael to marry or even engage in Bia with a non-Jewish woman, came along the Torah, and it was Mechadesh, a parasha, the parasha of the Yifas Torah. Now, why would the Torah allow such a thing? So, we're going to see in the course of the daf, the Torah was addressing the Yitzhahara, because the Torah knew that if a man is fighting a war, and he sees an Eishas Yifas Torah, and he comes to the point of the Chashaktaba, inevitably... This person is going to do an Aver with this woman. And the Torah said that being that I know that this mice is going to happen, we might as well make it a Dover that's Mutter so that you won't do an Aver rather than remain it as being a Dover Aser. And by that 
this person will end up doing not just an Avera, but a very, very severe Avera of Gilu Yarais. Now, as it relates to properly understanding this parsha, for that we need Teresh Peh, and a big, big chunk of the Teresh Peh that deals with this parish in the Torah, the parish of the Ifas Torah, is tucked away here in Perak Ho'isha Niknes. It's the first Gemara that we're going to learn. So I think we're starting to see, we mentioned this in the Hakdamat, the, the Mesechta, that Ksubis is known as Shas Katan. But underrated, Kedushin has a lot of Shas Katan in it. Befrat, the first parak of Kedushin, has a tremendous amount of Shas Katan. This is another example of it, where the sugya of Yifas Torah is in Mesechta's Kedushin, Dav Chof Aleph on the days, Dav Chof Beis on the Aleph. Said so Bnei Yeshiva posed the following question: What if you have a warrior who's a koyim and he sees the yafas toyer v'chashaktaba? Does he have the parsha of the yafas toyer, or does he not have the parsha of the yafas toyer? Now it's interesting. Kohanim fought wars, so that's the Rambam in the end of Hilchas Shmita v'Yovel when he talks about Sheva Levi. One of the things he says is v'loy orchel melchama. Then again, we know there was the Meshuch melchama. So that's an interesting conversation. But the bottom line is, what happens if a koyim was seitzei la melchama and he sees an eshes yafas toyer? Does he have this parsha? Or does he not have the parsha? What's the shaila chiddushu? The parish of Yifas Torah is a chiddush in Emel, and if that's the case, even though it would seem reasonable to say that a koyin should not be allowed to be with the Yifas Torah, but then again, nor should the Yisrael. And once Torah was machadish that Yisrael can, so maybe a koyin can as well, or maybe shani kehanim kehanim a different hoyo v'riba behen mitzvahs yiseiros, because like we said regarding the previous ibaya, there are mitzvahs yiseiros that relate to a koyin befrat in this sugya, and as a result, maybe a koyin is also be Yifas Torah. So the Gemara says, bottom line, Rav Amamutar, Rav said that a koyin is allowed to be with a Yifas Torah, but Shmuel Amaser, Shmuel said that it's going to be us. Zok the Gemara, bebiyah rishoyina, as it relates to the first bia, the kuli Everybody agrees it's mutter. And the reason is, what's the whole purpose of the parish of Yifas Torah? Why did the Torah say it's mutter? So we mentioned what Chazal say, if that's the case, says the Gemara, it's Pashit, the Kayan, who, although he's a Kaddish, but he also has a Yitzhahara, so he needs the same antidote that the Yisrael needs. So Zoch the Gemara, although there was a Machlik Yisrael and Shmuel, whether it coins, would to be a fast tire, ought to be a fast tire, that's not Negei, the Bia Rishayna. Because the Bia Rishayna, that's the Bia, that's Keneged Yitzhahara. It seems that after the Bia Rishayna, it's not as severe anymore. And for that, it's posh that the Koya needs it just as much the Israel needs. The key plague would be a shnei. The machlegis Rav and Shmuel was regarding the tzvet to be. Rav, I'm a mother. Rav says, mother. Shmuel, I'm also. Shmuel says, also. Rav, I'm a mother. Rav says, it's mother. Hayol v'yishtariya, ishtariya. Being that it's mother to be a Rishayna. So there's a svara of ishtari, ishtari. Although the be a shnei, you can hear maybe the Koyan should be different. But once... You're already included in the parsha, and we will matter one beer, so we'll matter the second beer as well. Shmuel Amaser, Shmuel says, Aser, da havyula giyores, because the Afas Toyer is a giyores, seemingly. There's some conversion process that's involved in the Afas Toyer. We'll see more about that in a minute. The giyores, lekoyin loichazia, and a koyin's not allowed to marry a giyores. As a result, he would not be able to marry a Yafas Toyer. Ikadami, some say just the opposite. The Bishnei, Kulam, Olei, Pilgidasir. The Machlik is Rav and Shmuel was not regarding the Bishnei. Because as relates to the Bishnei, everybody agrees that it's going to be Yasser. And the reason is the Havilo Giyores. Because the Yafas Toyer by the Bishnei is a Giyores. And a Giyores is also to a koyin. What was the machlokes? But be a rishayne regarding the be a rishayne. Rav, I'm a Rav says mutter. Rav says it's mutter. And even though koyin's also be giyores, the haloy dibra tyra elikin eged yitzharah because the koyin needs it first. Yitzharah just like the Israel needs. The Shmuel Amar Shmuel says aser, and the reason is because although there is a svar to say that the be a rishayne should be mutter, but kol hecha the karina be the hevesa el toich pesecha. Any person who can fulfill the pasuk in the parasha that says take this woman to your house and marry her, Karina Bey also has the part of the Torah that says, Vero Isa Bashivya. That is a hetter for a beer Rishayna. But Kal Hecha, the late Karina Bey, Vesel, the Teich Beisacha. But any person that doesn't have, Vesel, the Teich Beisacha. We just said, Kuli Amaloi, Pliki, that the Kayan is also the Bishniya. So if you don't have a Vesel, the Teich Beisacha, like Karina Bey, the Isa Bashivya, you're not going to have a Isa Bashivya either. Either way, the First part of the sugya of Yifas Torah that's tucked away here in Parakei Isha Nichnas, the Mesachtis Kedushin, is a shayla regarding a koyin. A koyin, does he have the parasha of Yifas Torah? Does he not have the parasha of Yifas Torah? Why would you think not? Because you find Reba Behen Mitzvah Siseiros. And based on that, it would certainly seem logical to say that a koyin 
is excluded from this parasha. What's the halacha? Rav said mutter, Shmuel said aser, and there's two lishoynes in the Gemara regarding the point at which Rav and Shmuel were arguing. In the first lishna of the Gemara, everybody agrees the beer rishon is mutter. They were arguing whether the beer shni would be mutter. In the second lishna of the Gemara, everybody agrees the beer shni is aser, and they're arguing whether or not the beer rishon is going to be mutter. Tana Rabbanan, a brayse that deals with the halachas of Yifas Torah says in the Torah Vero Iso Bashivio says the brayse of Bishas Shviyah. The only time you have the parsha of Yifas Torah is if the v'chashaktaba, the taiva that this man had, was at the time that he captured her. As opposed to what? Rashi says, as opposed to what would be if this man took her more as a captive, not l'inyone arayis, and only afterwards he changed his mind and he decided v'chashaktaba. It has to be that the v'chashaktaba was b'shivyo, eishes. It says eishes yifas toyer. What's that word eishes coming to teach me? V'afilu eishes ish. Even if she's a married woman. Meaning, even an Aishas Ish, you would have thought, oh, an Aishas Ish doesn't have the parish of Yifas Toyer. Kamash Malon, even an Aishas Ish. Fake Toysfus, very, very, sorry, this thing of Toysfus, the last Toysfus on the Amid. What's the Chiddush Aishas Ish? It's a Gemara in Mesechta Sanhedrin, Daphne, Beis, Amit Beis. The Gemara says that if someone's Mezana with an Aishas Ish, but she's married, Bedine Bnei Noyach, He's not considered a Baal Eishasish. And the reason is because ain't Ishos Lagai, ain't Ishos Lakam. So, Frek Taisakasha, what's the Chiddish that this halach is going to be true even for an Eishasish? What kind of Eishasish is there when you're dealing with an Akum? Lachur, the Torah's definition of Ishos is Chup of the Kedushin. It's the Rambam in the beginning of Hilchasishos. It's a Isha Niknis Bekasif Shtarabiyah. It's Kedas Moshe Yisrael. L'chura vos pas Eishas Ish Bifrat. The whole Bria of an Eishas Ish by a Ben Noach would seem to be an oxymoron. And Toysvah says that you see from here that that's not true. This Gemara is a Makar that there is a concept of Ishus Lagoy. And the Makar to it is the Pasik in Parshas Bereshis. The Dovak Beishtoy. And we learn from there the Loi Beishas Chaber. So what does the Gemara mean in Sanhedrin when it says an Ishas Lagoy? It means you don't have the Chaymer of Ishos. So if someone's born in Ishos Ish, Lagoy, you're not considered a Baal Ishos Ish. Meaning, there's no Chenek, and there's no Nairam Urasa and you don't have all those different Halachas. Of an Isser, there's going to be. There's an Isser, I say, called Vedavak Be'ishtoy, and Yisrael, that's Ba, on a non-Jewish woman that's married, is over Vedavak Be'ishtoy. So it's also for a Yisrael to be Ba on a Kutis. What exactly the Isser is, is a major discussion. Kanan Poygen Boy, not for now, but and this is for now, is that within the world of being born kutis, there's an afkamina, whether this kutis, this non-Jewish woman, is married or whether she's not married. Because if she's married, then there's a toysvah in Kedushan. Davchof Aleph on the days where toysvah says that a non-Jewish married woman, even though she's not married, Kedas Moshe Yisrael, has a special iser. The iser is known as Vedavak Be'ishtai. It's just because I to mention that the Achreinim Amadayik from the Rambam, the Rambam brings this halacha, Kamufin, and he says, Ein eishes yifas toyer muteres elo b'shas ha-shviyo. Shenemar, v'ro yisab ha-shviyo, eishes yifas toyer, says the Rambam, bein besula, bein beula, bein eishes ish. That the halacha of yifas toyer is true even for an eishes ish, and the Rambam says, why? She'ein ishos l'goyim. Because there's no issues by going. So the Achreinim are all medayik that the Rama was bothered with Teisvus Kasha. What do you mean, Eishas Ish? Ain't Eishas Bagoyim. The Teretz says that's cool for why it's not a problem. If there would have been issues, then there wouldn't have been a hatter your fast tire. The reason there's no problem with your fast tire, even by an Eishas Ish, is Hogufa, because ain't Eishas Bagoyim. In other words, Teisvus is being medayik to Havamina. From the fact that I need a Pasik to tell me that this Eishas fast tire, even by an Eishas Ish, that's a riot that on some level there is Ishos by a guy. The Rambam is being medayik to Kamash Malan. He's saying that from the fact that at the end of the day, there is a heter when it comes to an Ishes Ish. Yifas Tayer. That's a raya that ain't Ishos Lagoyim. But Akapanu from this Rambam, it could be it's Mavur, not like Toisvus's Grace of Chiddush here tucked away in Kedusha Chafal from the base. It could be there really is no Vedavak Beishtoi because ain't Ishos Lagoyim doesn't just mean you don't have the Chaymer, but ain't Ishos Lagoyim means you don't have any Ishos at all. Either way, returning to the Brisa, the last line Yifas Tayer. It says in the Torah that this woman's going to be a Yifas Tayer. Why does the Torah say she was a Yifas Tayer? We'll see in a minute. The Gemara is going to say she doesn't have to be a Yifas Tayer. So why does the Torah say Yifas Tayer? Because 
is trying to make a point. We're trying to explain why the Torah said this is mutter. It's because we're afraid that this man might see a Yafas Torah and his Yetzirah will be so overwhelming and connected Yetzirah, the Torah said that it's mutter. And the reason it's mutter is because mutav sheyoichlu Yisrael basar tumusois shchutois va'al yoichlu basar tumusois nevelois. So what's Basar Tmusais? Basar Tmusais is the Basar of an animal that's about to die. It's considered to be dangerous meat for a person to eat. This Maisa that this man is going to do with the Yafas Tire is dangerous. It's not okay. It's something that's very, very bidiyevet. It's the equivalent of Basar Tmusais. But at the same time, it's better to eat Basar Tmusais Shchutais than to eat Basar Tmusais Nevelois. And that's why the Torah said that there's a parasha of Yafas Tayr V'chashakta. It says in Tayr V'chashakta above. And here we learn, meaning as long as it's V'chashakta, it doesn't have to be a Yafas Tayr, that in and of itself is going to be enough of a reason to have the parasha Ba. It says V'chashakta Ba. So Ba is a lush and a mute. V'loy Ba B'chaverta. We learn from there that a person can take one Yafas Tayr, but he can't take two Yafas Tayrs. What does that there's even a concept of marrying this woman. Rashi says, that after this man takes the Yafas Tayyar, there's a parasha of Lekuchin, and the Kedushin is going to be Tayfas. And this is a Kiddush. Even though this is a non-Jewish woman, so where exactly should the Kedushin be Tayfas? Afal Pikain, there's a Chiddush of Vilokachta. We'll get back to this Rashi in a minute. We left out the last few words. That Lekuchin Yesh Lechaba. Leisha, it says that Lechal Leisha, and we learn from there, Shlo Yikach Shnei Noshim, Achas Loi Achas Lava. Meaning, a man can't take two Yafas tires for himself. But I would have thought, okay, so maybe he'll take one for himself and one for his father, one for his son. Even that's not going to be okay. And finally, the Heveso, it says in the Torah, the Heveso, Melamed, and we learn from there, Shlo Yal that it's also for this person to force the Yafas Toyer the Muhammad. So force her to what? So Rashi says, It's also for the man to force this Yafas Toyer into Bia Bishas Muhammad. Ad Khan, the Sugya of Yafas Toyer. Now, the Torah Shabbat is Eino Yomer Elo Dershuni. Even the Gemara's that we just learned were very, very sasam. And they're Eino Yomer Elo Dershuni. And the Emesis is Machlikis Rashi and Rabbeinu Tam, Long Tosus here, on Davchav Pez, Amar Aleph, had to learn Poshit Pshat in the parish of Yafas Tayr. This is not Lamdis, this is not Raid. It's Poshit had to learn Chumash. Just Poshit Pshat, how to have an understanding of the parish of Yafas Tayr. It's clear from the way Rashi learns the sugya, and we mentioned some of these Rashi's, albeit too briefly, that although there's a parasha of Yafas Toyer, there's no heter for the man, this person that was to be bought on the Yafas Toyer until he executes the entire parasha that's mentioned in the Torah. The last Gemara that we just learned, the Hevesa, Melamed Shelo Yalchetzen about Mulchamah, Zak Rashi, Lava Yalel. So, Bishas Mulchamah, during the war itself, it's us for this man to have any beer. So, what then is the Parsha Yifas Tire? A man sees a woman, Bechashaktaba. So, you bring her home, you go through the whole Seder that was mentioned in the Torah, and only after you follow everything that was mentioned, at that point, it's going to be Mutter. But before that, it's going to be us. You're not allowed to do anything up until that point. Rabbeinu Thomas Chaylik. Rabbeinu Thomas says it can't be because the whole purpose of Eishes Yifas Torah is Dibra Torah Keneged Yitzhara. So if the Torah is talking to the person and the Torah is trying to address his Yitzhara, so what are you going to tell him? Right now it's Aser, but you're going to take her home and then the Gilchasaira and she's going to be Vesa Siparna and you're going to have the whole parish in the Torah. How is that helping the person right now? Right now, his Yetzirah is burning like a fire. So how exactly is that going to help him? Says Rabbeinu Tam, says, it's muchach, not like Rashi. It's muchach for sure that what's happening is, that what's happening is, is that right there, Ba'asher Usham, there's going to be a heter. And the emesis says Rabbeinu Tam that although there's a heter, the heter is only for a beer Rishayna. And that was the distinction of the Gemara in the beginning of the Sugi, Rav and Shmuel. There's a not clear delineation between the Bir Rishon and the Bir Yishni as it relates to your fast tire. Because the Bir Rishon is unique. The Bir Rishon is Bashas Mulchama. And that's 
The Torah says that after the Birushayna, there's a second Chiddush in the parasha. And that is, is that you take this woman home, and after you bring this woman home, then there's a whole parasha of Ishos, where you're going to go ahead and you're going to marry this woman. But that's Poshet that the Birushayna, says Rebbeinu Tam, is going to take place, because that's the whole punchline. That's the whole Nakuda as it relates to Dibra Torah, Elo, Neged There's more to this Machlokes Rashi and Benutam. Maybe we'll talk about it at the end of the daf. Again, we have to go through this quickly because we have so many more Gemaras to get to. But just a little bit of a Toyamel as it relates to the Parsha of Yafas Toyer. Again, in the Torah of the Kesav, it's Sosum, the Gemara that we just learned. Even if you go through the Gemara and you Taich and you do it slowly, it's still Sosum. There's still a lot of Nakudas that are a little bit unclear. There's a Geiris. There's not a Geiris. Be Rishoyna. Be Yishnia. Only mutter after the after the thirty days, or there is a head to b'shas It really plays itself out in the machlekes Rashi of Benutam. Tain l'chacham yach gemoy. But for now, we return to our regular program, and that is the halacha of the nirtza. So who's the nirtza? This is an evidentiary. He was sold to a yid, and he did his term six years. At the end of the six years, he goes free. What happens? I don't want to go free. So the Torah says, if a person is actually and he really, really wants to stay, so you have the parish of Neretz. We take the person, we bring him to the doorpost, we drill a hole in his ear, and this person now remains uh, an Eved Ivri Loilam, which Chazal said means up until Yoival. Either way, the Gemara now is going to give us the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch of the laws of the Nerza. Tanu Rabbanim, Oma Yoimar. It says in the Torah, Oma Yoimar, a double Lashon. And we learn from here, Achni Yoimar Vishna. You can't just say it once, you have to say it twice. What if the Eved Ivri would say in the beginning of the six years, but he wouldn't say it at the end of the six years? Ain't Nerza. There's no nirtza. Shenema loy eitzei chafshi at sheyoyim b'shas yitzia. I mean, you can't just say it at the beginning. You have to say it at the end. Two loy eitzei chafshi means it has to be at the time of the yitzia. What if he says at the end of the six years, but he didn't say in the beginning of the six years? Ain't nirtza. He too is not nirtza. Shenema im omay yoyimar ho eved at sheyoyimar kishehu eved. So from the fact that it says loy eitzei chafshi, we learn that he has to say it b'shas yitzia, and from the fact that it says. We learn that it's not enough to say it, but you also have to say it. So the Evet has to say his piece twice. And essentially, what this Brysa just said is he has to say it and he has to say it because it says, and because it says, it has to be. Let's try to understand this Brysa. He says at the beginning of the six years, he didn't say at the end of the six years. He's not a Nerza. Why do you have to come on to come to tell me that? He can't do it. It's even more posh. sounds like right when he became an Evet. Right when he became an Evet, he doesn't have a family yet. He doesn't have Ishti. He doesn't have Bonai. And if that's the case, at that point, it's not possible for him to yet say, And as we saw already in yesterday's daf, that's Ma'akev in becoming a Nerza. So it's Pashit, he can't do it, I need a Pashit that says, It's so obvious that he can't do it, because he doesn't have a family yet. Additionally, the the price says if he would say it at the end and he wouldn't say it at the beginning, he's not near. So how do I know that? Because it says and he has to be an effort. What at the end of Sheish he's not an Evid? He's an Evid until the six years end. So why can't you do a Pasaif Sheish? If you would say you have to say it after Sheish, oh, that would be good. He's not an Evid after Sheish. But you didn't say after Sheish. You said Pasaif Sheish. You're going to say it in the 11th hour. The 11th hour is not uh, midnight yet, right? It's still uh, day. It's still part of the six years. So, Freyt the Gemara, Pashit, cup is feast. I don't understand this whole price. On my Rava, so Rava said the following. My Betchila Sheish, what does Betchila Sheish mean? Betchilas Pruta Achroina. What does mean? Now, what these two lines mean? There's a whole omit of Rashi's. You don't see this every day. It literally starts from the top 
and it goes all the way to the bottom. Just Rashi after Rashi and Girsa after Girsa. There's a lot happening over here. But what Rav is saying is that when the Brisa says that the Evan has to say it what it means is before he finishes working the last pruta of work that he needs to do. Meaning, he has to still be an Eved, so that there's at least a pruta's worth of work that he's going to have to do. And that's learned out from the fact that it says, What do you mean, Not just that he's still an Eved that the six years didn't end, but he's still an Eved that he still has a choiv of avdos that's a shava pruta, that has some sort of value. And when we say that he has to say it, what it means is besoif pruta He has to do it at the end when you don't anymore have a shava pruta's worth. So on my yomer eved, he has to say it twice. He has to say it obviously while he's in eved, but once when he still has a sheer avdus remaining that he needs to do, and once when he doesn't have a sheer avdus remaining to do. And the one we learn out from on my yomer eved that he's nachalzen eved again. Poshit is an Evid, but he still has a sheer of Avdus. He still has a Shava Pruta's work that he needs to do. And the others learned out from that it has to be Bashas meaning Bashas that he's already holding at the point that it's the end, that he's not so much an Evid anymore. Again, he's an Evid, but he's not so much an Evid because he doesn't have a sheer Shava Pruta. This is one Mahalach. How to learn this? Tan Rabban, another Braisa. If this man has a Isha Ubanim, he has a family. His other did not have Isha Ubanim. There's no Parashim Nesha. Because the Pasik says, Ki Ahevcha, the Espeisecha. It says that the Nirza, the Eved, tells his master that I don't want to go free. Why not? Because I love you and I love your family. So unless this person has a family and he has a Mishpacha, you don't have the Parsha of Nirza. What happens if the Rabbi Yishu Banavaloi ain't Yishu Banav? What if his Adoin had Yishu Banav? So you could say, but he himself doesn't have an issue about him. Also, any Because the Pasuk also says that the person says, I like my family. So it says, I like your family. It says, I like my family. Implying that he has to have a family, the Adoin, and the Eved has to have his own family. What if this Eved, he likes his master, but his master doesn't like him? Because it says, and then it says, and means it's, they like each other. So if the Odoin doesn't like the Eved, he doesn't care for him too much, well, in that case, he can't become a Nerza. What if it's the opposite? Rabbi Oyavoy, who ain't Rabbi? His master, Mamish, likes him. He's his favorite uh, guy. But in terms of the Eved, he doesn't like his master, ain't a Nerza. That's Mephurish in the Torah. He has to like him. Who Chayla, the Rabbi ain't a Chayla. What if the Eved is a Chayla and his master is not a Chayla? Ain't a Nerza. Because it says, Ki And if the person's a chayla, so it's not toivloi. It's not going to be good for him. Rabbi, chayla, chayla. What if the master is a chayla, he's not a chayla? Also, in inert, so imach. They both have to be toiv. Toivloi, imach, they're both toiv. That means they're both gizun. What happens if they're both chayla? Imach, bina, ba'ika. There is the requirement, imach, and you have imach over here. It has to be not just imach that they're on the same, they both are miserable. But toivloi, imach, meaning they both have to be good. Well, lucky that you don't have. Zok to gemara, take utano rabbana. Ki toivloi, imach. This price we had already. Imach, the meichol, imach, the mishter. We learn from here that an adoin has to take his evidence. And he has to include him with all his food, with all his drinks. The Torah is talking to the master and he tells him, You shouldn't be eating bread that's made from fine flour. And he's eating something that's You're drinking the good wine. And he's drinking the not good wine. You're drinking, you're sleeping on a comfortable bed. And he's sleeping on a comfortable From here, Chazal learned. So the Pasik is talking about an evidivri that's going free by Yoifo. The Pasik says, So the Torah says that the Odin goes free and he goes free with his family. Right? He takes his whole family with him. Reb Shimon said, Why is his family going free? Meaning, his family going free seems to imply that his family were slaves. 
And who nimkar? If this person was sold into slavery, were his family sold into slavery? Right? What does that mean? His family were never avodim. And by the way, don't tell me that it means the family that he had from the Shifcha Knanis. Why? Because they don't go free. So obviously it means his Hamish family. So if that's what we're talking about over here, so why are they going free? They were never sold in the first place. Mikan says the price from here we learned that if an evidivery is sold into slavery, the Odin has an obligation to support this Eved Ivri's family. And that's what the Pasuk means, that he's no longer going to have that obligation. Similarly, we find, this is in Parshish Meshbatim. If the Eved Ivri is about Isha, so then when six years come, he goes together with his wife. I'm Rav Shimon. Rav Shimon said the same thing. He was sold, but his wife was never sold. Again, that the other is responsible to support his wife. In other words, when an Eved Ivri becomes an Eved Ivri, the Odin has an obligation to take care of the children and to take care of the wife. Says the Gemara, how do I know those two things? I know them from Psokim. And I need both Psokim. Meaning, had I only known that the Odin has a chiyah to take care of the children, I wouldn't have known the wife and vice versa. I only know children, because they're young and they don't have the ability to go and fend for themselves. But uh, a woman who can go support herself, who said it's the Odin's responsibility to take care of this woman? Had I only known Ish, I would have said the lab derek dure. It's not the derek for her to go and try to find work. But maybe the mishpacha were over there. It is the derek. So maybe it's different. This is a line out of a ksubis playbook. All these different svaras, mezoynis, and the derek, and it's not the derek. But the bottom line is that's why I need a pasik to tell me number one, the yatsan imachu vanavim to teach me that the adain is chayiv in mezoynis banavu noisav, and then umbal ishu the yatsan to tell me that the other is chayef the mezaynus ish taitanu rabbanon another brayso says in the Torah v'lokachtos hamartzeya v'nosata ba'oznoi uvadeles v'hoyu lecha eved oylam v'afla amoscha tasekein says the brayso ilu nemar oznoi badeles again what does it say v'nosata v'oznoi uvadeles Incidentally, there's two places that the Torah talks about Nerza, right? It says in the Parshas Meshvatim, and then again in Mishnah Torah, Parshas Rei. So whenever you have these words and these Psukim, you just have to know which Parsha you're dealing with. But this is in Parshas Rei. V'nosato ba'oznoi uvadeles. Says the Gemara, ilu nemar oznoi badeles. Had it said not bi'oznoi uvadeles, but oznoi badeles, ha'isi yoimet, this is what I would have thought. Yidkar keneged oznoi badeles. What I would have thought was that the hole should be drilled not in the ear, but rather in the, the door or in the mezuzah. And what I would think that you're supposed to do is, is you're supposed to take the evet, you put him by the delis, and then you see exactly where his ear is, and ke'ilu, that height, equivalent thereof, you go on the other side and you make a, a hole. But I wouldn't have thought that the hole was actually inside the ear, you would have thought it's in the Dallas. Says the Gemara, is that possible? For Oizen Lai? How could you have such a Hamamina? How could you entertain such a possibility? The Pasik says, Adoinov es oznoi Now this Pasik is in Parashas Meshvata, but it says Mephorish that Verotza Adoinov es oznoi, that you're drilling the ear. So you clearly are drilling the ear. Elo, I would have thought something else. You're right. Don't take that back. What I would have thought is the following. I would have thought that you drill a hole in the ear, Meavroi, meaning not by the door, in some other place. And then afterwards, you would take the Eved, bring him to the door, the Yitgar Keneged Oznai Badalas, and then you would drill another hole, and this time in the Dallas. Talmud Loimar, so to push and make clear what's supposed to be happening is the Torah said, Vinosato Beoznoi Uva Dallas, that it should be Beoznoi. And in the Dallas. What does that mean? One drill, you drill a hole in the ear, until it comes to the Dallas. So it's one hole, and the hole is in the ear, and the hole is drilled while he's by the Dallas. So what's the kiyum of Uba Dallas? He's supposed to drill up to the Dallas. But you're not going to make a hole in the Dallas. It's going to be up until this. 
From the word Dal, it sounds like all you need is a door. Let's say you have a door that's lying on the ground. Is that also okay? Or does it have to be standing? It has to be attached with hinges and mices. Yes. Rabbi used to darshan this Pasukim in Chaymer. So he had Mamish a week and change of real intense divri halacha related to Avadim and this part of Avadim we're going to start Evid Kanani in a minute but before we start Evid Kanani the Gemara gives us a little bit of a Dvar Agad so Yechem and Zaka used to darish in the Pasuk Mamish Kimin Chaim he would say Mamish Tano Izumikolei Varm Shavagov why is it that we chepel with the ear so this person sold himself into slavery, or he was a nimker big nevasai. But either way, why the ear? The ear that heard Hakadosh Baruch Hu talking. My voice at Har Sinai. When I said implying that you should be avodim to me and not avodim to avodim. And he went and he was kana adam laatzmoi. Yirtsa. This is what we do to him. He used to dash in this pasuk also came in chaim. He said, "Man, understand the dalas and the kol kein l'shem bebayis." Why did the Torah chepa with the dalas and the mezuzah? Meaning the ear. Okay, this is the ear that heard kilibin Yisrael avodim. So why are you doing what you're doing? But he was focusing on something else. Why is it that? It's the Delas and the Mezuzah. Omar Kaddish Baruch Hu, Delas and Mezuzah, Shoyu Eidim B'Mitzrayim. B'Shoshe Pesachti Ala Mashkoif Al Shtei HaMezuzahis. The Delas and the Mezuzah, they were Eidim in Mitzrayim. When I was Pesach, I jumped over the houses of the Yidin where there was blood, and the Bechayris, and it was then that I said, and he went ahead, and he took a different other, and he's not, he wants to be an Evet, to an Evet, I want that this Nirza, this Maiser should take place in their presence. Now before we start the next year, we're going to have to, otherwise we're just going to be behind, for like the whole Masechta. So we're going to have to just uh, catch up a little bit. But just before we start, I'll tell you, Two very, very interesting things that I saw. Number one, the Chsam Soifer. And the Chsam Soifer is Allah Torah. And he says that the Nirza, the Pasik says, is Va'avadu La'oilam. Now everyone knows Chazal. Va'avadu La'oilam doesn't mean really forever. Va'avadu La'oilam means until Yoivu. But the Chsam Soifer says that maybe, maybe you could say that the Torah used the word La'oilam for a reason. To teach me Allah. So he says, I have a suffix, and I have no akhra on this suffix. What happens if you have a nirza and he now does his thing and he's inevitably until Yoivel? And then Yoivel comes and he says, Oh, haftias, adoinias, panayas, ishti. He says, Why I don't want to go free. What happens then? What's the Allah after Yoivel? Is there an Indian of remaining in Evid or not? Now, if he says, I want to be in Evid, okay. But if you mutter b'shev chaknanis, are you going to have all those halachas? So it says the chasam soifer umikamokim einem mefurish im acha kach oid yoy maro eved or hafti gam acha kech ishti ubana leitzei chafshi. Now says the chasam soifer nehi ein adam muchrich lekaim ayoid. Even though the adam, if he wants to let him free now, he'd be allowed to mikamokim im shneim roitzim yeshle his tapek im mutter oid b'shev chaknanis ve'imtim toloy ma mutter. And if you're going to tell me mutter, ulay tsaruch ritzia acheres. Because now he's mamish doing his other tzim sveitin mal. So what would be? Is there another ritzia? Could someone become a nirtzah twice? Like what happens after Yehovah? The Yesh Loimar says the Chasam Soifer. This is a Chasam Soifer alatayr. Haynu va'avadoi la'olam sheyachal la'ovdoi ad olam beritzia zu imratzim shneim bekach b'tzarchin ladina. He says maybe that's the remez over here of va'avadoi la'olam. It's coming to teach me this chiddush law. That's the first daughter. The second daughter, Rabbi Chanan and Kovitz Yom right here. You do not see this every day. In this Gemara, and the Gemara says, we learn from here that the Evet has to say it not once, he has to say it twice. So Rabbi Chanan says, I heard from Moiri Virabi Hagoyin Hagodol Rabbi Chaim Brisker, that he said over a drush in the name of Rabbi Shul Leib Diskin. So Rabbi Chanan says, I heard this from Rabbi Chaim, and he said this over from Rabbi Shmuel The Medrash says as follows, that when Moshe Rabbeinu was davening for Chanan, and he wanted so badly to be able to go into Eretz Yisrael. So Moshe Rabbeinu said a tefillah. You know what he said? He turns to the Ebeshter and he said, It's a Medrash. That was what he said. So the Medrash, what did he mean to say? 
the Odoin of the entire world. Es ishti zu atayra. The Torah is ishti. Ves bonai elu Yisrael. My klal Yisrael. He said, Ohafti es adoini es ishti ves bonai. Loi eitzei chofshi. I don't want to go for it. What did Eibush to tell Moshe Rabbeinu after he was mispawal? Al toisif dabra elai oi bedover azeh. He said, stop. Don't say it again. So Reb Chaim said that I heard from Reb Shul Leib. Reb Shul Leib said, what was the oimek? He said, because this tefillah of ahafti es adoini es ishti bez bonoi is such a powerful tefillah. A tefillah like this is eno chayzeres reikon. And Eibush knew he was going to have no choice but to answer this tefillah. Or besodah adin, that even the Evan Ivri, who says this tefillah and the tefillah's poil, it says him, oh my yoy maro Evan. He has to say it twice. But if you don't say it twice, it doesn't work. So the Ebishter told him, Don't say it again. Because if you're going to say it again, I'm going to be muchrich, I'm going to have to listen. Rabbi Chanan brings us that he heard this from Rabbi Chaim. The Rabbi Chaim said this over from Rabbi Yeshua. Either way, we turn our attention from the Evid Ivri. We didn't get to the radio. To the Evid Knani. Zok the Mishnah. Evid Knani. Nikna Bekesef. Ubishtar. Ubichazaka. So an Evid Knani is Nikna. Bekesef. Bishtar uvichazaka. So this is going to be the topic of the daft the next few days. But what's the short version of why Nevit Knani is nikna bekesa bishtar bechazaka? Because Nevit Knani is iskish lekarka, like the Gemara is about to say, and karka is nikna bekesa bishtar bechazaka. So Nevit Knani is also nikna bekesa bishtar bechazaka. Bekoines atzmoi bekesa al yedei acherim, and Nevit Knani can be kind himself with kesef, and the way he's kind himself with kesef is al yedei acherim. Meaning, someone else would have to put up the money. The reason is, because an Evikinani can't own anything. Whatever the Evikinani owns, his master really owns. So, Yemuchrech, the only way, is by somebody else putting up the money, which sends us to the sugya that we learned on Dav uh, Zion, that an Isha could be Nikness, Be'evikinani, Oriv and Evikinani, and then Oriv and Evikinani, Tzazamen. But the bottom line is, is again, this we're going to get to in the next few days. U'bishtar al-yedei atzmoi. And Evikinani is also koines atzmoi b'shtar, and that could already happen al-yedei atzmoi. I, if he doesn't have a yad for kesef, so he doesn't have a yad b'shtar as well. So I think we all know this, Yisoyed, gitay v'yadoy b'an ke'echad. I am Masech this Gitin, and that's how that works. So who said this? No, it is possible for an Evid Kanani to be Koinus Hatzmoy Bekesef, even Ayu Dei So Rashi gives us a sneak preview to what's coming in the next few days. The way it Shaykh is, is because somebody can actually give the Evid Kanani Matana, and he can make a Tanai, and that actually works. And Shtar works Ayu Dei You just need the money to belong to somebody else. Again, we're going to explain this. How do you know an Evid Kanani is so the Torah says that if somebody owns an Evid Knani, it works very differently than if he owns an Evid Ivri. Evid Ivri, you have all the Daphne that we just learned, and all the unique Yitzios. An Evid Knani, he works forever, and it means forever, forever. Right? Not as in Yoifel. It's really forever. And the Torah says, because an Evid Knani becomes the Nachla of its owner. You give it over Yerusha, etc., etc. So the Torah was Makish, the Eved Knani, to a field, to a Steyachuza. What specifically is a Steyachuza? So feel free to refer to yesterday's stuff. Ma Steyachuza, Nikna Bekesef. Just like a Steyachuza is Nikna Bekesef, Vishtar, Ubechazok, Eved Knani, so too an Eved Knani is Nikna Bekesef, Bishtar, if a steachuza goes back to its own should we say right we're comparing it to a steachuza steachuza what's the law you can't be paid at the first two years and then you could and it goes back in yoyvul so maybe you should mamish have the same alocha so to be mafkir at the Torah said to make it very very clear that that's not the way it works so again evet kanani is niknahal three ways kaseth Shtar v'chazoka. Why? Because he's like Karka. And that's where you kind of Karka, so that's where you kind of an Evikani. Tony, we learned in a Braisa, after Chalipin. The Braisa added one thing. It said you could be coined an Evikani with Chalipin as well. Why did our Tana not mention Chalipin? Meaning, it's not because he disagrees with the Halacha. He agrees with the Halacha. So why didn't we mention it? Milsa the lesser the Metaltalin Katani. Milsa the Isa the Metaltalin like Katani. Because the Tana of the Braisa was only mentioning things that you can't acquire metalton with. You can't be kind of metalton with Kesef, 
Vartoira Mois Kainos, but Midrabanam for sure not. And you can't be Kaina Metaltalin with Shtar and Chazaka. You could be Kaina Metaltalin with Chalipin. So the Tan of the Mishnah only wants to mention Kinyonim that an Evid Kanani is nicknames with that don't apply to Metaltalin. That's why he excluded Chalipin. Amma Shmuel. Shmuel said Evid Kanani nicknames Meshicha. You could be Kaina and Evid Kanani. With Meshichah. So again, Mishnah says, Kesheshach Hazaka. The Braisa added to that, Chalipin. And Shmuel added to that, you can even kind of be Meshichah. Okay, it's, uh, how's that possible? Meaning, how does the Meshichah play itself out? Talk for you, Ba'etzlai. If the Adon took this Evik he grabbed him by the lapels, and he brought him to him, Kanoi, that's called Meshichah. Karoi, but if he calls him, right, he says, you know, come here, Uba'etzlai, and he came, like Kanoi, that's not called Meshichah. And Rashi says, because Meshichah means you cause the thing to come into your Rishos. You schlep it. So if you schlep but you slapped it. But if you call the Evan and the Evan comes on his own, so it comes that you didn't really cause the Evan to come, he came at the Nafshe, and that's not called Meshicha. So the Gemara asks a Kashan Shmuel. Again, the Mishnah said, Kesef Shtar Chazaka, the Brysa added Chalipin, Kumtzegein Shmuel, and he adds a fifth derech of Kenyan, and that is Meshicha. So Bishlaim, the Tana Didan, Bishlaim, it's not a Kashan Shmuel, why the Tana of our Mishnah didn't mention Meshicha, why not Muslim Tal Tal Katani? That's from Tal Katani, because we already spoke this out, that the Tana of the Mishnah is not mentioning anything that's Nagayim Metalton. And being that you kind of Metalton with Meshicha, so even if Shmuel's right that it ever Kanani is linked to Shmuel Metalton, it's not going to be mentioned. Who already mentioned Chalipin? So if he mentioned Chalipin, why didn't he mention Meshicha? So the Gemara says in Intasanta Teretz, Kik Tani, the Tana, the Brisa that added Chalipin, he was adding Milsa the Isa, Bebe Makarki, Bebe Metapli. He wanted to add things that are Kinyonim by Karka and Metaplin. Chalipin works. Saifa karka and saifa metaltlin. Of a meshicha, the metaltlin is makarka, less like tani. Obviously, you can't do meshicha on karka, and therefore he didn't mention. In other words, we have the Mishnah that says that Evikanani is like the Kesha Chazak. We have a Bryson that adds Chalapin, and Shmuel said even meshicha. But the, all these three members are not really talking to each other. The Mishnah is discussing things that work for an Evit, that work. Only and exclusively for Karka. And for that, there's Kesef Shtar and Chazaka. The Brysa was discussing things that you could be Koina, Tsai Karka, and Tsai Metalton. And what's that? That's Chalipin. Shmuel is just adding on all the Darki Akinyanim. You should know. You could be Koina, Nevet Kanani, even Ben Meshicha. One last Gemara. Ketzad. Shmuel said that how do you do Meshicha Takfa you like Kana? If you chap him and you bring him to you, that's considered a Kenyan. If you only call him and he comes to you like Kana, that doesn't work. If you call him and he comes to you, that's not considered a Kenyan. How does Mesira work? So, this Brice of Ketzad the Mesira is something that's really going to be discussed in the coming days. It talks about how your Kana, a Behema Gasa, how your Kana, a very large Behema. And the derech of Kenyan is Mesira. And this price is discussing Mesira. Literally, Mesira means it's like a handoff, right? You pass it over. So how does it work? Achsa betolfa, if the koina chapped this animal by its hoof, besnaira, it's here, book of shalel, and it's sad, abashlif shalel, the package is on it, beprumbiya shabapiya, the bit that's in its mouth, besuk shabitzabar, the bell that's around its neck. Kano, all these things work. What you need is the next part. Kate said the Meshicha. How does Meshicha work? Kairullah vehiba. If you call the animal and the animal comes, that's Meshicha. Oishe kishav emakal or you hit it with a stick. Verot stilafanov and she runs to you. Kibin shakri yad veregel kana. As long as it picks up a, a hand or a foot, it's enough. If asked if I'm the rebacho, I may actually tell the chavanim like kamas. No, it's not enough that it picks up its foot, but it has to walk the full length of its koima. But the bottom line is, what do you see from here? That calling an animal and the animal coming is considered mashicha. I thought mashicha means that you physically have to slap it. So the Gemara says, Amri behemat aita demara ozla. There's a difference between mashicha when it comes to an eved and mashicha when it comes to a, a behema. A behema doesn't have das. And as a result, it's a taita demara oslo. So if you call the animal and the animal comes, it's considered that you did a maisa mashicha. But eved a taita denafshika oslo. And eved, even though in halach he's iskish to all these inyanim, but at the same time, as far as I mentioned, and he's a bar das, and because he's a bar das, if you only call him and he comes, it's not considered that you did a mashicha. Um, Rav Ashi, Rav Ashi said, based on this, eved katan, and Evid Katan, if you want to acquire, that would be Kibahema. Why? Because then Katan is not considered a Bardas. So an Evid Katan, when you're kind of a Meshicha, Lishmuel, Yutaka would be able to be kind in this way. So it comes out of Nafgamina based on the way the Gemara reconciled Chita Shmuel regarding an Evid Katan 
and we will stop here. So as it relates to raid, this is a game time decision. I think we'll just jump straight into the Nitzah and we'll save the raid regarding the Yifas Tayyar for another day. So the Gemara on the top of Daf Chof Beis Omer Beis mentioned Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai Rabbi Yechem and Zaka, he used to dash in the parasha of Nirza Kimin Chaimer. He would say, Manishtana Oizem Mikolei Varm Shabagov. What's unique about the ear from all the Ramachi Varm that a person has that the Torah said that this Evid Ivri who says, Oh, Hafti es Ishti, es Nadoini, es Bonai, I want to stay where I am, that we chepper Tafka with that Aver. So said, Rabbi Yechem and Zakai, the ear that heard my voice on our Sinai. That there's a taina on the ear because the ear heard Hakadosh Baruch Hu say and this person's going and he is violating that by knowingly and willingly wanting to be an Eved for an extended period of time. It's for that reason we chepa with the ear, and this ear deserves to be punished, and the way we punish the ear is via Ritzia. Rashi and Chumash, in the beginning of Parshish Mishpatim, brings this Chazal. However, Rashi brings it a little bit differently. Rashi says, Om Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, Oizen Zois, Shnesham al Har Sinai, Lois Signoiv, this ear that heard on Har Sinai, Lois Signoiv, the Halach, and it went ahead and it stole. Tirza, it deserves Ritzia. The Gemara said, Oizen Sheshoma, Kilibine Yisrael Avodim, Voloy Avodim, Le Avodim, Allah, Zevakon, Adam, Latzma Yirza. Rashi Chumash doesn't say that. Rashi Chumash says, Oizen Zoy Sheshoma, Harsina, Loy Signoif, the Halach, the Gonav, Tirza. Bechura Rashi is misquoting the Gemara. Demis is that the Makar Rashi is a Mechilta. The Mechilta is in the beginning of Parshas Mishpatim, and the Mechilta says, And the MS is that Lachura Rashi, which is the Mechilta's Girsa, would at first glance seem to be a little bit more move on. And the reason is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying that your ear heard me say the following. So how's it shayich that right now you're willing to violate that? As a result, we chepa with the ear, we punish it, and that's why you have the parish of Nirza. Where did the ear hear at Har Sinai HaKadosh Baruch Hu say, Kili Yisrael Avadim? Kili Yisrael Avadim is not something that was mentioned by HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bahar Sinai. Now, at Har Sinai, Klai Yisrael was Mechabal Kolotei Rekulo, Kol Masha Talmud Vasig, Asad L'Chadej, Dvarim Atik, and not for now. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying that the ear heard me say, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Where did Eivish say, Kili B'nei Yisrael Avadim? It's very, very schwer. It's not so clear what the answer to this question is. Forget about Rashi, forget about the Mechil, to Pasha, how do you learn the Gemara? The Mepharshim say that Pshad in the Gemara probably is that we know, we heard the Aseris Hadibris from HaKadosh Baruch And the Aseris Hadibris begin, Anoichi Hashem Aleikecha, Asheret Seisicha Mi'eretz Mitzrayim, Mi'beis Avadim. And those words of, Asheret Seisicha Mi'eretz Mitzrayim, Mi'beis Avadim, I took you out of the Beis Avadim, Kilo, I was pointing to you, you're now my Eved, and as a result, it's the equivalent of Kilibin Yisrael. But Anachanami, Kleisel never heard Abish to say Kilibin Yisrael Avadim, when did that happen? But what they heard Abish to say was, Asheret Seisicha Mi'eretz Mitzrayim, now, we signal if that's in the Aseris Hadibris, so that's Gavaldic. But the bottom line is, is that we have the, we have the Nusach of the Gemara in Kedushin, and then we have the Nusach of the Mechilta that Rashi quotes in Chumash, and that is not that we heard the Ebesh to say, but rather we heard HaKadosh Baruch Hu say, I saw Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Soifer in the Sefer Or Moshe, he says, what's Pash Pshad in the Gemara? Why did the Talmud Bavli, high level, not learn like the Mechilta? He said, the Pshad's Pashad. It's based on Mephurish Gemaras. The Gemara in Mesechta Sanhedrin, Dafkei Vavam Adalim says, Tanu Rabbanam, Lois Signoiv. 
one of the Ten Commandments. The Pasuk's talking about a Goyen of Nefashas. Ah, Toimah, Goyen of Nefashas. Oyeinayalab, Goyen of Mamun. How do you know it's talking about a Goyen of Nefashas? Maybe it's talking about a Goyen of Mamun. Amrit, say, Ulamad, Mishloish Esrei Midosh, Atayr Nejash Esfem. Pull out one of the Shloish Esrei Midosh, Atayr Nejash Esfem, and you're going to know that it's talking about a Goyen of Nefashas. Which one? Dover Halamid Men Yonoy. That's one of the Yudgim Midosh, Atayr Nejash Esfem. But Meh Kosim Adabra, look at all the other Aseris Adibras. What's it talking about? It's been a Fashas. No, if that's the case, Afkan ben Nefashas, this too is talking about Nefashas. Thus says the Gemara, Mephurish Gemara, Sanhedrin Pei Babam and Aleph, that when it says Loi Signoi in the Aseris Adibras, it's not talking about a Goyen of Mammon, it's talking about a Goyen of Nefashas. And how do I know that? Because it's a Dover Alam and Meinyanai. Another Gemara. This Gemara is a Mesechtis Babam Metziah, Daf Samech Aleph Amebez. It says in the Torah, Loi Signoivu. Actually, this is in Parshans Kedoshim. Says the Gemara Abraisa. What does it mean? Loy tignoivu, loy tignoivu. The cause of Rachman Olama lechidatanya. Loy tignoivu amenas lemekat. Loy tignoivu amenas l'shalim tashlumekayful, etc., etc. In other words, loy signoiv that it says in the Aseris Adibris is talking about a goyd of nefashas. Loy tignoivu that it says in Parshans Kedoshim. That's the lav. For a going of moment. So if that's the case, it's Bavli Vashitasa, it's Pasha. The Bavli who holds that Loi Signoi from the Aseris is talking about a going of Nefoshes. So Rabbi Yechem and Zakai's Joshua could not have been Oizen Zor Shashama that heard a Kaddish Baruch who say, What does Loi Signoi have to do with the person that's Nimkar Big Nevasai? The Nimkar Big Nevasai is Nimkar because he stole money and he doesn't have the ability to pay the money. That's nothing to do with the Aseris Adibris. So that's why the Talmud Bavli, we have to come on to another reason. The Mechilta obviously holds not that way. The Mechilta obviously holds that when it says Loi Signoi then Daseris Adivris, what is it referring to? It's Taka referring to a, a Goynev Mammon. If it's referring to a Goynev Mammon, so Memei, let's move in. Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Seifer, he's mafalful with different places in Chazal where you tack a fine that even though the Gemara says in Sanhedrin, Pei Baba Menalef, and that Shlomo Sa'inian is in Baba Metziah, Son of Chalif, on the base, that when it says in the Torah, like Signoi, the means Goynev Nefashis, but... Not everyone agrees with that. And there is an Indian that Loi Signoi Vashtet and Daseris Adibris is talking about a going of Mammon. Just had the Mechilta. He brings the Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi is in the first parak of Mesechtes Brachas. Why do we say the two parashas, Shema and Vahoyim Shemaya? Why do we say this every day? Rab Levi Rav Simon. Rab Simon, um, Rab Simon says, Because you say, These two parashas. That's why you mention them twice a day. Rab Levi, The reason is, because you have all Aseris Hadibris in these parashas, and because between the two parashas, you have all the Aseris Hadibris, so it's for that reason that you mention it. And he went on, did Rab Levi, to explain where you have the Aseris Hadibris in the first two parashas of Kriyashma. Anoichi Hashem Alekecha, where do you have that? Shema Yisrael, Hashem Aleikeinu. Lo yeh l'cha elihim acher malponoi? Hashem Echad. Only the Ebeshter. Right? Shitov. This is already going to be Yasser. Etc, etc. I'm skipping. Lo yisignoiv. It says, Lo yisignoiv in the Aseris HaDibris. Vasafto digonecha. Vasafto digonecha. You should take your dog on. So Yaakov Chaim Soifer said it's a Mufurish Yerushalmi. You see, the Yerushalmi says that the Loisignov is a going of moment because the Loisignov is a going of the Foshes. There's no going of the Foshes. And you don't see it in Vasafto Diganecho. But the bottom line is that this Shailah of whether or not it's Oizen Sheshama, Kilibina Yisrael Avadim, or it's Oizen Sheshama Loisignov, Lachirus Tali in Loisignov, Vachtet in the Parsha from the Aseris Adivris. Is this Loisignov talking about a going of Mammon? Like the Yerushalmi in the first paragraph of Brachas, or is it talking about a going of Nefoshis, which is the sheet of the Bavli, Sanhedrin Peivav, and Bav Metziah, San Mechalav, and that's why the sheet Tosai, the Bavli couldn't say the ear heard, Loi Snignoi. We have to say it heard Kilibin Esra Lavadim, which is a little docha, because it didn't really hear Kilibin Esra Lavadim. Probably me base Avadim, like the Mepharshim say, and that's, and that's what this is referring to. But I'll tell you another Ha'ara. This Ha'ara is Ha'ara in the Flaw, and I saw this Ha'ara in the Sefer, the Kute Yehuda. From Rab Leibola Haina, who was an anical of the Imre Emnes and Kildua, the Sefer is Mamash Afachba Vafachba Terazger. But in Parshish Mishpatim, on the Pasik Viratza Adoinov Es Oznoi Bimartseya, he says he heard from his Zayda, Adover Nifla. He says that why is it that when we do the Ritzia, and we drill the hole in the ear of the Eve. Where do we drill the hole? 
in the earlobe, right? That was yesterday's daf. Why isn't the earlobe? So he said, Pshat based on the Gemara, Mesechtis Ksubis, daf Heyamidez. The Gemara says, Tonadvei Rabbi Shmuel, Mipnei Ma Oizen Kuloi Kosha, Vaha Al Yeraka. Why is it that the ear is hard, but the earlobe is very soft? It's because if a person is about to hear something that he's not supposed to hear, what he should do is he should take his earlobe and he should put it in his ear, and like this, he's not going to hear this dover this thing that he's not allowed to hear. So the Emma said that how is it possible that this yid was at Harsinai and he heard the Abish to say Loi Signoi, or he heard the Abish to say Kilibinei or he heard the Abish to say Asheret and and it didn't make a Roshim on him. How is it possible? That's the kind on the person. How is it possible? There's only one answer. The answer is because this person's irons and if I stopped. It has to be. Because this person must have heard things that he's not allowed to hear. And because he heard Dvarim Asurim, it was Poygim in his Aznaim. And because it was Poygim in his Aznaim, he didn't have the Kalim to be able to hear the Dvar Hashem and for it to be able to penetrate his Nisham and for it to be able to make a Roshim. If this person heard Dvarim Asurim, who is the culprit? Who is the one that made him? Who botched up the earlobe? It's the alia. That's ksubis and that's why. What do we do? We drill the earlobe because the tain on the earlobe. Because if not for you, if you would have done your job, and your job is yokef alia l'toicha, this would have never happened. This is all a dunk. It's all a result of the fact that the alia didn't do what it was supposed to do, and that's why it's verotzav as osnoi. But which part of the osnayim? It's the alia dafka because the alia is clearly the one that's guilty. He's the one who didn't do what he was supposed to do. What this brings to mind is the hafla. In the beginning of Masech, this Ksubis, and we'll end with this. The first says, on that Gemara, where the Gemara talks about how a person has to be very careful not to hear things that he, he's, he's supposed to hear. It says, the Inyan Because how we're very, very machmer when it comes to the Chush Hashmir. Ayin Ksubis I saw Pshad in the Oyla Safrayim. He said, the reason is because if a person hears things that he's not allowed to hear, what it does is it affects his ruchniestig ability to hear. And says the Haflot, the Oymik Advarim is that we're surrounded by voices and by baskals and by messages where neighbors are saying Shuvu Banim Shayvavim, or whatever exactly that baskal is. But the problem is, is that in order to be able to hear, you need a ruchniestig Kayachashmir. And the only way you can have a ruchni yistiga koyach hashmir is if you're not poigim that koyach hashmir by hearing things that you're not allowed to hear. But if a person hears things that he's not allowed to hear, it literally makes him into a cheresh in a ruchni yistiga level, and it doesn't allow him to hear the things that he needs Pasha to survive on a ruchni yistiga level. As I state the noyles Ephraim, and zok the haflot, that's the oimik of why Chazal was so machmer when it comes to Shmir. Because if a person doesn't hear the messages, and a person's not getting the memo, and he's not hearing what the Abish is telling him, so he's doomed. He has no shot. He could be standing at our Sinai, and he doesn't hear. The Abish said, we signalize. He didn't hear. David just said, He didn't hear. What do you mean he didn't hear? David is talking. Yeah, but you need that chushashmir. And if you don't have that chushashmir, you're not going to be able to hear. And the way a person is poigim, his chushashmir is by hearing var masun. When a person hears things that he's not allowed to hear, that's when he runs into a problem. Says the flood. hivanti. Right, so we all know the story. Aharon and Miriam, which was Parshvishtai, and then Miriam tells Aharon, and the whole Lashin Hori, the Gansa Maisa, and then David comes and he gives major, major Musser. Right, what was the Musser? You're comparing Moshe to Sharon and Miriam, Moshe can have Moshe, etc. What was the first thing David said? The Omar, David said, Shimu not Vorai. Listen to what I have to say. Why David have to say Shimu not Vorai? Every Nevuah starts Shimu not Vorai? Why do you have to tell him Shimon Advara? Says the Hafla, no, the Pshad is. Because when Miriam and Aaron spoke Lashon Hara, they were poigim in the Chosh and they couldn't hear, and it was going to be impossible for them right now to hear the Dvar Hashem. Because to hear the Dvar Hashem, you need a Chosh And they just were nichshal this minute in the Chet of Lashon Hara. And they 
Not the Cher of Lashon Hara, the Lashon part, which the Chavz Chaim talks so much about. The Shmiya part. And the Shmiya of Lashon Hara was going to be Pagim, their ability. So as a result, there was a Pagamash, the Ebesh had no choice. And the Ebesh had to say, Shimunah. And by the Ebesh saying Shimunah, they got back a Chayich HaShmiya. And then they were able to hear. But that Nevuah Daika had to be prefaced by a Shimunah. Because without a Shimunah, it would have been impossible. But Al-Kopanim, this is the Nakuda. The Nakuda is the Nirza. The Machshava part of the Nirza is, is that this was an ear that heard, heard the Abish to say, Le'isignoif. And he heard the Abish to say, Kilibin Yisrael Avada. But somehow it didn't make, how's it possible it didn't make a Roshim? So Rabbi Leib said, B'Shem Ezei The reason is because this person's ears were fashtopped. Because he heard things that he wasn't supposed to hear. He heard Dvarim Asurim. And if he heard Dvarim Asurim, what does that mean? He didn't do what the Gemara says in Ksubas Hei Amadeis, you're supposed to do if somebody tells you things you're not allowed to listen to. He didn't take the Alya and put it into his ear. If that's the case, you know who, if you're going to literally take this whole sugya, this whole person, and you want to go to the Shirish, to the core, who is the guilty party? You unwrap every layer. You're going to end up with the earlobe. Mamish, the little innocent earlobe. He's the Heverman here. He's the guy who didn't do what he was supposed to do. And that's why the Rotsa is Oznoi. And it's not to that part of the Yosin because that's the part of this person that didn't do what he was supposed to do. If this Yid had a Chosh this would have never happened. He didn't have a Chosh and that was because of the Aliyah. And we will stop.